Some conversations change your life. You just don't expect them to be with one of your kids. Several years ago, my daughter Leslie came home from school and said, Dad, I have to write a paper on a leader. Yeah, I said. I picked you and the teacher said it was okay, she said. Yeah, I said, growing wary. Without hesitating, she laid it out before me. I have 20 questions. This is going to be at least a two-hour interview and you have to answer them all honestly. At that, we grabbed our swimsuits and hopped into the hot tub. I thought, since I'm going to end up in hot water anyway, I might as well start there. Two hours later, she asked me her last question. It caught me by surprise. Her last question was her best question, and her last question was one of the most profound questions that human beings can ever ask themselves. What's the single most important thing you do as a leader? I looked at her and said, that's easy. The single most important thing I do is make sure I stay encouraged. She looked at me with this blank stare, kind of like, what? Just as you may be looking at this book right now. I explained it to her. If I'm not encouraged, eventually nothing else matters. If I'm not encouraged, I'll never be the communicator people who listen to me need me to be. If I'm not encouraged... I'll never be the person I believe God wants me to be. I got a little choked up, looked at Leslie and said, If I'm not encouraged, I will never be the dad you need me to be. If I'm not encouraged, I'll never be the husband mom dreams I might be someday. Married guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Why is this a big deal? Because getting and staying encouraged is everyone's number one need, whether they know it or not. Let me tell you about my day yesterday. I met for an hour and a half with some great people, leaders of a local chain of restaurants. They brought me in to train their executives and employees. What was their number one need? Fresh vision for the future. Where does that come from? Hope. That was followed by a telephone conversation with an attorney friend from Southern California. He's a sharp guy and a strong Christian but his heart is breaking because his son has turned away from his family's faith and values and is taking some destructive paths. What was that dad's number one need? He needs the kind of inner strength that only comes to people who have hope. I then did a live stream video seminar with leaders from all over the country on how to turn a church from stagnant and declining to thriving. What was the number one need of the leaders of these churches? The kind of creativity and determination that only comes to people who have hope. I stopped at a gas station and talked with a 24-year-old college dropout who just came back to our area. As we put gas in our cars, a very expensive proposition, he told me he was out of work. What was his number one need? The kind of focus and resolve that only comes to people who have hope. I wrapped up my day and was driving out of our church parking lot when I saw a poised, professional woman who looked lost. She said she was searching for one of the conference rooms. I asked her which meeting she was attending. She hesitated, embarrassed, then said the divorce care seminar. My heart immediately went out to her. I got out of my car and walked her to her class. She turned to me just before she walked through the door, and I saw tears streaming down her face. She said... It's just really hard. What is her number one need? Hope. I touched her shoulder and said, God has better days ahead. Think about the opposite. 
Howard Hendricks gave a gripping definition of discouragement. Quote, discouragement is the anesthetic the devil uses on a person just before he reaches in and carves out his heart. End quote. He's right. When people lose hope, they lose their ability to dream for the future. Despair replaces joy. Fear replaces faith. Anxiety replaces prayer. Insecurity replaces confidence. Tomorrow's dreams are replaced by nightmares. It's a lousy way to live. When spouses lose hope, they give up on their marriages. Parents give up on their teens. Leaders give up on their people. Healthy emotions like contentment and peace are replaced with the toxic emotions of confusion, shame, worry, and disappointment. In short, it's impossible to be spiritually, psychologically, emotionally, or relationally.